My name is Mohammed Allo. Welcome to the Dr. Allo Show. So a lot of you guys asked me to do a podcast. So this is my podcast and this is the first episode. So I'll start by first of all, introducing myself and my passions. A lot of you guys have been following me kind of already know uh, what I enjoy doing. Number one, I consider myself a teacher. I always tell my medical students, residents and fellows that we will always be teachers and We'll always be teachers first, and we will always be students forever as well. So we'll always be teachers, and we'll always be students. Man, I really butchered that. We will always be teachers, and we will always be students. Anybody that works in medicine or any field for that matter really should consider themselves a teacher and student forever. So my I am the son of immigrants. My parents came to the United States in 1977. They came to Ohio. And of course, if any of you know history, that year and the following year was the blizzards in Ohio. And they were like, oh, my God, we got to get the heck out of here. They came from Syria and they never intended on staying here. My dad was just coming to do his residency, learn some medicine and then go back. And then all hell broke loose in 1981, I think, or something like that in Syria. And they just really couldn't go back and eventually just became U.S. citizens because the U.S. needed doctors anyways at the time. And there was a huge shortage. So they were bringing in immigrants and people from all over the world anyway. So that's how we ended up in Ohio. Um, I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. I went to St. John's Jesuit High School. I played football there. I was involved in a lot of the clubs, um, lacrosse, the African-American club, accounting club, French club or Spanish club, finance club, what have you, all kinds of stuff, TV, Spanish, etc. And it was a lot of fun. I played football there my senior year. Um, I got a letter there later on, I went to the University of Toledo uh, for my college degree. I graduated with a degree in economics. Yep, economics, not biochemistry, not any of that stuff, just straight up economics. And economics is the study of decision making. So you use economics pretty much any day, every day, um, no matter what you're doing, whether you're deciding to stop and fill gas or eat a fruit or an orange or you know what you're having for lunch. Every decision you make is something economic. It's the study of decision making, which pairs really well with medicine, whether you're teaching medicine or what have you, um, even if you're just analyzing papers and studies, knowing how to make decisions and the study of decision making is absolutely huge and important. Um, after college, I didn't get accepted into medical schools uh, right away, nor was I that interested in it. So I worked in business. Um, throughout high school, I worked at something called NTC Computers, where we built custom computers. And my computer today is still something I built myself. Um, we'd put together parts and sell computers. It was like a huge thing. Later in like the late 90s, while in college, a lot of companies needed to network their offices and network printers and network this and network all their computers together. So we did that in addition to building their custom computers for them. So it was definitely a lot of fun and it also was, um, a lot of work. I mean, that's just how it is. And then after that, when I was, you know, I had gotten married at the time, my wife is uh, an amazing pharmacist, super smart as well. We went to the same uh, medical school, but we'll get to that. Um, but during college or my later years in college, um, I worked in a, uh, uh, what do you call it? A store that sold pagers and cell phones and car stereo equipment and car starters. And I was actually a car starter, starter and car stereo installer for the longest time. 
that's literally what I did. I installed stereos in cars, alarm systems, car starters, etc. For many, many years, I sold pagers and cell phones. It was like a big thing. Eventually, I got accepted into medical school uh, at the Chicago College of Osteopathic Medicine at Midwestern University, which I'm a professor of medicine there now, uh, as well as Ohio University. I'm a professor of medicine at Ohio University. Over there, me and my wife went over there. We got uh, our degrees. I, I was medicine. She was pharmacy. One thing I will tell you guys, when we lived in Toledo, we had very humble beginnings. The apartment that we lived in was a basement level apartment, 300 bucks a month for like three or four years. You know, we lived there. Um, it was difficult, very humble beginnings, even though, you know, our parents were, were doing well, you know, middle class, upper middle class. They were not like doing us any favors or going to hand us anything. We made barely any money, you know, working at the pager store selling stuff. And uh, eventually we moved out to Chicago. Um, and got student loans and what have you to kind of live off of. Um, then I ended up doing my residency in internal medicine and then cardiology fellowship, obviously. Then I moved back to Toledo. She had already finished pharmacy because it's a little bit shorter track. And we were in Toledo, Ohio. We grew up here where we grew up, you know, serving our community that we grew up with. I worked in politics a lot. I'd worked, you know, doing speech writing and whatnot in politics, you know, right after college uh, as well. I dabbled and it was a lot of fun for me. I was super into politics. I was a very good speaker. So I did that. Um, during, after college, I worked at the University of Toledo Medical Center. It was called Medical College of Ohio at the time. I did research on, um, HIV, um, with Dr. Gunning and then research on liver transplants with Dr. Juan Sanabria. We published a few papers on that, um, on liver transplants. We we're trying to figure out a way if we can keep livers alive longer so that they can be transplanted because livers don't last that long once you're trying to transplant them. So that was that. Um, and then eventually I'd gotten into medical school. So um, I love teaching and I've been teaching ever since I was like 15 or 16 years old. I used to teach in uh, various uh, Sunday schools, Saturday schools, what have you. I had kids that are like 10, 12, 13 years old that I was teaching them. I was a camp counselor at a million places. Now, the, re the reason I started my YouTube channel was kind of interesting. During fellowship, I would uh, give lectures and the residents were always like, Dr. Allo, you know, or Muhammad, you know, we're all friends there. I'm like, Muhammad, man, your lectures are so good. Is it, can I get a copy of it? Can you send me your PDF or your your, temp, your templates or your, you know, PowerPoint or what have you? And I was like, you know what? Let me just put these on YouTube. Yeah, here's the PowerPoint, but let me put these on YouTube if they're really that good. And I put them on YouTube and man, some of them have 50,000, some of them got 40, 50,000 views right away. The one on cardiology board review, the one on emergency EKGs, emergency EKGs for emergency physicians, cardiac emergencies, all that stuff that I used to give to the emergency department. Huge, huge number of views, like almost overnight. Um, so I was, I, I love teaching and that was really uh, something I loved uh, to give back. So I've been on YouTube, you know, basically ever since it was known as YouTube. 2010 or 11, I think were my first few videos or maybe 2008, I don't remember. Um, I had taken off some of the older videos because the science has changed. I'm more interested in being accurate um, with the science than having just uh, data you know, or views and likes on YouTube. So I'd rather be accurate than not. Um, so that's that. 
you guys probably found me on social media and I, and you know, you kind of know my story. Um, I've been a publisher for a very long time. I started out by publishing paintball times. Paintball times is a newsletter about paintball. I started that in like 1990 or 1992, something like that. Um, later I would write football times and, and paintball times is still around. If you go to paintballtimes.com, uh, you can find it footballtimes.org org because I've always been in love with football. I've always been a player, been a coach, you know, even till today, I still coach youth football. Um, both my sons played tackle football and flag football. And I've been coaching them, you know, ever since it's been like, you know, 10 or 12 years now, what have you. I've always also been a football player, um, in high school and what have you, even, you know, and like my bunch of friends would get together and we'd play football for a very long time. So the strategy of football is always fascinating to me right now. I'm coaching my youngest son in football and it's literally you against the other coach. You've, you're usually coaching against parent coaches who really haven't played uh, football before or coached it before. And it's just you strategizing against them. It's a lot of misdirection plays to kind of throw the kids off. So um, that part is super interesting. Um, we're always usually blowing people out or, you know, the other teams go backwards. We don't try to do that on purpose. We always put in, you know, our substitutes and kids, but our defense is so suffocating um, that, you know, they can't really do much against us. And our offense is just so simple that, you know, anybody can run it. We put in almost anybody and they run it. Um, so that's that. If you guys know me, I have four beautiful, amazing children. I have a 15-year-old boy, a 13-year-old girl, a 10-year-old boy, and an 8-year-old girl. So if you're keeping track, that's boy, girl, boy, girl. Um, I always tell people I have four kids in eight different sports at least. <laughs> so the 15-year-old boy does cross-country. He also uh, has played baseball in the past as well as soccer, even football, tackle football, um, flag football. My 13-year-old daughter plays soccer and cross country mainly my, my older boy also plays cross cross country she also did track in the summer um, she also played uh, softball when she was younger in gymnastics my 10 year old boy is mostly a soccer player and a tackle football and flag football player um, my eight-year-old girl is mainly only soccer uh, as of now so those are my kids. That's what they do. Um, it's a lot of work running around and taking these kids to all their, you know, various travel sports games and meets and runs and tracks and all that. But it's a lot of fun. And that's what we enjoy doing. This is the phase of my life and your life, if you're similar, where it's going to be a lot. It's really busy, but you're doing it for the kids. And, you know, you kind of hope that they ultimately will appreciate this. One thing that I always tell um my residents and students is that we will always be teachers and we will always be students, whether you're in medicine or business or what have you. Um, you always got to be learning. You always got to be trying to get better, trying to get smarter, trying to learn the latest data, trying to learn the latest thing. And we are gifted and, and, and blessed because we have a very special um place in society where it's our job to keep people healthy and keep people um, living longer and healthier and happier, keep them around for their loved ones. So I do teach. I teach at um, Midwestern University in Chicago. I've been a professor of medicine there, I don't know, probably like 2006, maybe or seven. And over here at Ohio University, when I moved here, I've been teaching their students and residents since I believe like 2013 or 15, maybe something like that. No, but I really enjoy that. Um, I've also really enjoyed publishing. Um, I love writing books. Um, 2006, I believe, was the first iteration of my weight loss book. 
It was called the Aloe Diet. It was a Aloe Diet. That was the name of it. Now, if you guys know me, I've talked about this a lot in the past. I, I was overweight in college. I got to 197 pounds at five foot eight. I usually weigh around one. I, I started out college, I think at 150 maybe, and I got up to 197. I tried every diet under the sun. I mean, literally everything you can imagine I've tried it, starting with the Atkins and Keto stuff or Atkins back in the 90s, late 90s to uh, 2001. I'd started doing the South Beach diet which was written by a cardiologist, it was like Atkins low carb, but like healthier fats or healthier lean meats. So that was by Dr. Agaston, who was actually a cardiologist and he invented the calcium scan, um, the calcium uh, score, calcium scan for the heart. So he is the cardiologist that invented the calcium score, the cardiac CT, what have you. Um, super fascinating story, but I got into that. I did Weight Watchers. I did one meal a day. I did keto, intermittent fasting. Keto was the latest thing in like 2016, 17, when that was first starting out. Um, basically anything you can imagine. So anyways, so you guys know I wrote a book called Actual Weight Loss. It's literally how to lose actual weight without the nonsense and madness. Because a lot of my patients, um, it actually started out as a handout that I would give to my patients. It was like, well, here, you want to lose some weight? Here's a one handout one one page cheat sheet on how to lose weight properly and correctly without all the crazy madness and crazy diet so it was like real simple drink some water drink two tall glasses of water before you eat don't eat after 7 p.m limit this limit that you know just some simple rules on how to lose weight that you can give to patients as time went on, that list got bigger and bigger, and it became like two pages, then three pages, then four pages. Then it was like, well, well, show me the science that shows this, and why do you tell people to do that? So over time, eventually, they were like, you know what, Dr. Al, why don't you just write a book? So finally, I wrote a book. I call it Actual Weight Loss. It's how to lose weight without the nonsense, without the fad diets, without everything, and all of the science beyond behind weight loss. Like You could literally eat only Twinkies and lose weight if you wanted to. No one is suggesting that. Um, you could also so eat only meat and lose weight. You could also only eat what have you. You could do one meal a day, intermittent fast, and why the science works. So it's a book that is a bunch of cool stories. One of my patients, almost one of my friends actually almost died because of intermittent fasting, keto, you know, all these things and a whole bunch of stories. And then the science that goes with it and explains to people why and how uh, this works and what is the best way to lose weight. It also comes with an awesome exercise program. If you click on my links below, um, in the show notes, you'll actually be able to access all the stuff. Like almost all of it is free. Basically, um, the book called, it's called actual weight loss. It sells on Amazon, I think for like 17 or 18 bucks for the paperback, 25 ish, 20 ish, something like that for the, uh, hardcover. I don't make a lot on it. I picked the lowest thing the publisher would allow me to do, but at least it gets the book more accessible in, into the hands of people. There's also something about having a book on Amazon. All my other previous books, some of them were on Amazon, some of them weren't. Um, but when you actually have like a real book by a real publisher on amazon.com, it's really, really cool. It's a neat thing. People view you as like more legitimate and more real. Um, so I kind of like that. And I think a lot of patients and people view it as more legitimate. Well, if this guy has got a book and it's published on Amazon, he's got to be the real deal, right? So if you don't want to pay that uh, money and get the book that way, just jump on my links below. You can get it for like five, six, seven bucks, something like that. Just go to drallo.net slash book and you can grab the, you know, super cheap digital version. You also get the audio. You also get my exercise program. You also get like a ton of bonuses, the macro counting guide, the ultimate macro counting guide, the five-step quick guide, the glute guide, the exercise program, like all these things. I keep adding to it and adding to it and adding to it. Um, but that's how you access that. Um, the other really cool, amazing book that my 
patients forced me to write as well. They kept saying, well, why don't you give us a recipes? Can you give us recipes? Can you give us recipes? So I was like, okay, fine. I'll give you an entire book of recipes. So I wrote this book called heart to heart. It is the only, um, heart healthy, uh, cookbook that is designed to cause weight loss and guarantees weight loss. So what you do is is really cool. I've never seen this before. My the, the dean of my medical school, Dr. Karen Nichols, actually left me like a pretty awesome review on Amazon uh, for this book. She's like, this is the most unique, coolest book ever. You know, I never thought a cookbook by a cardiologist would be this good. And it is. And she's a cookbook snob. She says, I'm a cookbook snob. And this is like the greatest cookbook I've ever um, received. So anyways, here's the idea. You go to the first chapter and it says how to calculate your calories. And you follow the formula. Basically, it's your weight times 10. So let's say you weigh 200 pounds. You multiply that by 10. It's 2000. You go to the 2000 calorie chapter and it's divided up into chapters based on calories. So you go to the 2000 calorie chapter, make breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert, and you end up losing weight. Um, And that's not all. There's even more. Because I'm a bodybuilder and a certified personal trainer, the, um, the, the chapters all include enough protein so that you don't lose muscle mass. The biggest problem with um, weight loss is that a lot of people will lose muscle mass because they're not eating enough protein. So this gets rid of that. Um, so a lot of you guys know that I am a certified personal trainer. I have like this amazing home gym. So let me tell you a story about that. So it started out probably like 2016 or 17. I started getting into working out. I mean, I've always worked out my entire life because I've played football, but I started getting serious about it. And I train my kids and I coach kids and I coach players and parents are like, can my kids come and train with yours? I, I train and coach all my kids in the gym with us. So we built this amazing home gym. Uh, the person that owned this house before us had this garage slash barn where he had like 20 cars in there. And I'm not a car person. I don't care for cars. So we turned it into like this workout facility. First, it started out by like putting a batting cage in there when my kids are younger and they played baseball and softball. We put a little batting cage in there so they can hit balls and what have you. Um, and then, you know, we start. we put our old workout equipment. We had this little thing from Chicago that we brought over with us and we would work out on that. And then we, you know, we added a little more, added a little more. 2019, this is way before COVID and gyms closing, um, I decided, you know what, let's go all out with the home gym. Yeah, I've been working out at a normal gym for like two years. And I tell people, don't start a home gym until you demonstrate to yourself that you like it. Get a gym membership, go there every day or for, a, for a year. If you can keep this up and you like it, then invest in a home gym. So anyways, I invested in a home gym because I've been going to the gym consistently for like two years. And, you know, you see progress, you cut your calories, what have you look amazing. Um, so I was like super lean and shredded. I was down to like 7% body fat at one point. Um, and I, and it was a, a habit that I enjoyed. It was something I was going to, I saw myself doing for the rest of my life. So 2019, I decided, you know what? I trained myself. I trained my friends. I trained my kids. Let me become a certified personal trainer. So I registered, I researched all the different programs and, and organizations. And I decided to join the National Association of Sports Medicine because theirs seemed to be the hardest, the most legitimate and the most well-recognized. So I did that, became certified, still trained myself, my kids, my family, you know, all that, my friends. I had like a whole group of friends would come over. It was anywhere from like three guys to like 15 guys at one point. They would all come over and we'd just start exercising, working out together. It was a lot of fun. Um, But that's how I got into fitness. So I have a whole fitness exercise program you can download too. Just click on my links below. 
Um, but that's how I got into that. Um, lots of fun. I really love it. I enjoy working out and training other people um, on how to work out. Um, I do have a lot of other books that I've published. I know some of you guys have found them. Dominating Soccer is one of them. You know, I've been a soccer coach forever. And there's a lot of little simple things you can do to put your players in the best position to win. Um, dominating Youth Flag Football is another one. Um, I, I talked about the cookbook and the weight loss book. Um, my YouTube channel is also where I put a lot of educational stuff. Stuff. It's, you know, been there forever. Um, published multiple journals and, and publications. I talked to you guys about the HIV stuff, the liver transplant stuff, you know, et cetera, all of that. Um, in 2006, I won the Arnold P. Goldman Foundation Humanism and Medicine Award. This is like an amazing award. I don't I think it's national, but you get nominated by people because you love teaching in medicine. So I love teaching all my stuff. I love teaching, like whether it was residents or fellows or doctors, what have you. Um, I love teaching. So I won an award for actual teaching. Now I've been nominated bunch of times, but this was the one time that I won it. Um, and as you know, I'm a professor of medicine at two different medical schools, Chicago's College of Osteopathic Medicine or Midwestern University, as well as Ohio University in uh, Athens, uh, Ohio. I still teach there and I love it. I speak three different languages. English is obviously my first language. I also speak Arabic and Spanish pretty proficiently. Um, I still play sports. I The last time I played football was this past summer. I played flag football with a bunch of guys. Um, I, last time I played tackle football, I was like 37 or 38 years old. It's just backyard football with a bunch of friends. Um, I play basketball weekly, if not more. I lift weights most days out of the week. Um, not as much cause I gotten busy, uh, a lot recently. I coach football, uh, still doing that. Most of August through October is full of football coaching. And that's about it, folks. If you guys have any questions about me, this is like a brief intro. I love interacting with people. Find me on any social media platform or post under here if you want. Um, the one thing I will ask from you is I'm not, I'm not going to run any ads on these. I plan on teaching cardiology, how to live longer, healthier, and happier. That's my motto. If any of you guys know me, I always talk about living healthier, happier, and longer. I'm a preventative cardiologist. I want to prevent cardiology. It makes no sense to me to patch you up afterwards. Like if you had a heart attack, we put stents in, we fix you up. Then we finally get your cholesterol and blood pressure and diabetes under control. No, 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 no. That's nonsense. I want to prevent cardiology. That is my dream come true. So that is why I'm doing this. That's why I teach. That's why I love doing this. So definitely uh, would love to uh, get you get more people on this podcast. So please share this podcast with others um, so that they can also uh, uh, hear about this stuff. Also, please leave a rating and review. Like I said, I'm never ever in my life going to um, run any ads on here, but just leave some good reviews, share it with others, uh, leave some stars, and uh, hopefully more people will hear about this and we can get real accurate, correct information out there because there's just way too much nonsense uh, from the medfluencers. Um, also, I am in the process of writing a cholesterol book. It's almost done. It's almost 400 pages and um, almost 80,000 words. Um, click on my links below to sign up to be the first to hear about when that's available. I love you guys. Thanks for being on here and hopefully we can chat some more on all the various socials.